Hey, what's going on, everyone? Yo, yo. This is the Average Sports Guys podcast. I am your host, Eddie. I'm Adam. This is Marcus. And we are joined by a very special guest, Brian from the NFC East Feast podcast. How's Let's it go. going, buddy? Dude, very good, man. I'm, I'm a little upset about uh, some news I saw about the Cowboys. We'll get into that in a little bit. But <laughs> life is good. And Average Sports Guys, bro, I'm so excited to be here, man. Appreciate y'all having me. Yeah, Appreciate man. It. Yeah, we could be happier for you to join. Absolutely. Um, so we will be NFC East heavy today. Facts. Um, we're going to do our usual. We'll do uh, team news. Mm-hmm. And then I have a few questions we can kick around yes, pertaining to each team. Um, but before we get into the show, so just so you guys know, Brian, who is joining our show, he is a Cowboys fan. Yes, sir. So it is good to get a different perspective. <laughs> uh, Brian, just to let you know, we collectively take a shit on the Cowboys <laughs> on, on a weekly basis. Every yeah. chance we can get. But oh. <laughs> I will tell you, I take massive dumps on our team when it is deserved. Right. So Absolutely. it is not completely biased. For sure. <laughs> Equal opportunity haters. That's right. Absolutely. All right. That's so, a part of being a fan of the NFC East, man. You got, oh, yeah. You, know, you, got, you got to know when to hate on yourself because at one point, I think in the past decade, all four of us have been dumpster fires. All four of us <laughs> yep. have Absolutely. been division. Yeah. It's part of it. Yep. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. So um, why don't we do this? Let's just get team news out of the way. Right. So, Brian, since you're our guest, why don't you go first? What's going on in Cowboys Nation? <laughs> yes, I, I alluded to this in my introduction. Um, it made me sick to my stomach to say <laughs> that uh, the, the Jones family has decided to hire Ben McAdoo, or as I like to call him, Ben, much to do about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> if, if y'all remember McAdoo, he was the Giants coach oh, for yeah. Eli's last couple years. Yeah. He were a complete wreck. Um, I, I, I believe he came from Green Bay. I believe when Green Bay won the Super Bowl, he was the quarterback's coach. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, how hard is it to coach Aaron Rodgers? Right. But, <laughs> um, it's, it's, it was discouraging to see. I don't understand why we need Ben McAdoo. I like Kellen Moore, our OC, and I think our problem is on the defensive side of the football. I don't really understand why we need another chef in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. But, right. I mean, who, who knows? Maybe he gives Mike McCarthy, you know, some – resemblance of, of the old good old Green Bay days but a little disappointed by that guy's got to be honest yeah I actually saw on your Instagram that you you shared that um yeah. that <laughs> post on your story and it just like kind of caught me I was like huh it, yeah it is a head scratcher for sure but I mean I guess we'll see what what comes out of that yeah oh for sure and it's I mean hopefully I mean once again, going back to us, like dumping you guys a little bit. Hopefully, he just encourages McCarthy <laughs> to run the ball a little yeah. bit. I mean, for sure, for real. Like that's literally key. that could be his job. Like I think we need to run the ball here, but I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, and anything else going on out of Cowboys camp? Or, or did you guys start OTAs and, and all we that stuff? We did start too? OTAs. I mean, other than the McAdoo hire, I mean, just the big news is that Dak is healthy. I mean, mm-hmm. he claimed he could he could that. play mm-hmm. an NFL game tomorrow. We'll see about that. But he's right. out there running reps with the first team. He looks good. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's that's all I want to see after giving the guy 160 million dollars oh, yeah. <laughs> the first thing is just is just health and yeah. um, you know the, the rest will uh, work itself out so so Dak is healthy all the rookies are in camp so right. I mean I, it's pretty good news out of, out of, out of DC right now mm-hmm. that's what's out up big D uh, big D I should say not DC right. <laughs> <laughs> for sure all right Marcus what's going on in Philly man so as you guys know you know we had to bring in Ryan Kerrigan that dude is trash <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I love about 
that is just bringing another bringing in another vet, you know, to help out with our seven man rotation up front. Um, five and a half sacks last year, dude was a beast. Um, we were third in sacks last year hmm. um, as a defense, which is a really big deal. So just adding another vet to that rotation is huge. Um, another thing that's been coming out of Philly is the fact that Jalen Hurts is a work horse period um mm-hmm. he like with his interviews and everything he says that you know rent is due every day oh yeah you know that's always that. been that way for me and i don't plan so i don't plan on missing any payments um and one thing else something else that he actually did he actually got the numbers of all the players and he's getting a lot of praise from a lot of the vets as well even um miles sanders was like he's impressing everybody mm-hmm. um and what one of my bigger questions was and we can get into this a little bit later was you know bringing in a new head coach, a new regime. You know, one thing you can always say about Doug Peterson was his ability to lead men, right? And with Nick Sirianni, with the whole RPS thing, it's a little bit of a question mark (laughs) at this point. So I think Jalen Hurts at this point is picking up some of that slack, you know, being that leader in the room and, you know, being the first guy in, last guy out, things like that. Hold on, I'm I'm, going to cut you off, right? So Marcus (laughs) always talks about the rock, paper, scissors thing. I could see Jalen Hurts (laughs) in in fourth quarter. They're in the huddle. He's like, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Because Sirianni's in a call in his helmet. Something so stupid. <laughs> right, you know, it'd ahead. be crazy if that was an audible too. RPS. Oh my god! <laughs> Please, so we need that in our lives. <laughs> so there's that. You know, they've been there have been a couple of interviews with Darius Slay, um, talking about you know the uh, the defensive backs and things like that. Um, we've obviously added some upgrades with. Um, a few guys in um, our linebacker. Who do we pick up? Uh, a couple of guys from the uh, uh, Eric Wilson. We put, we picked him up, and then we also have Anthony Harris, and they're both from the the Vikings. Mm-hmm. So um, really excited about that. And also dip, going back to Darius Slay, he was talking about Devontae Smith, and you know he picked he picked his brain a little bit. And he was like, "This kid knows his stuff." Number one, number two, he's going to win a lot of one on one matchups, and even just watching him in the OTAs, right? He doesn't slack at all. He puts mm-hmm. his foot in the ground, cuts, does what he needs to do. On the flip side of that, Rager's looking a little lazy in OTAs, which is mm. like a little annoying. Mm. Um, aside from that, you know, I'm actually really excited about, you know, everything coming out of Philly so far, aside from the Rager comment. But um, aside from that, it's looking pretty good. So, All right. Adam, you got anything with Washington? No, I mean, it was just fun to actually see the guys out there, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know why. I yeah. The one thing that really got me jacked was just seeing Fitz Magic walk out there with the, no. with the beard <laughs> and the helmet on, beard. man. He's just like, <laughs> he, that dude just seems awesome, right? Yeah. He's just like hopping. I think they even had like a clip of him like a, like running with the ball too and actually, you know, like it's Fitzpatrick. He's not moving that well, <laughs> but like just the fact that he's out there like having a good right. time, like trying to make moves, like it, yeah. it was it was fun to see. Right. Um, I know you had some news about a signing. Yeah, so Washington signed tight end uh, Ricky Seals Jones. Uh, he formerly was with the Chiefs, and then they also signed Dion Yelder. I believe that was a couple weeks ago. So okay. he was from the Chiefs as well. So we add some depth to the tight end room. Um, there you go. Obviously, for Washington football fans, we're mostly interested in seeing the development of Sammy's Reyes. He was the international player that was signed. Okay. Um, reports coming out of camp is that, I mean, he's, he's got to work on route running, blocking. Um, apparently he had a, a few like athletic catches. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick said he's probably one of the like physical specimens mm-hmm. that he has seen. He's like, I've not seen too many people that look like that. So right. 
my hope is that he can make the active roster on a special teams role, learn throughout the season, and then, you know, see what happens thereafter, um, which maybe that's the direction Ron is, is thinking as well with bringing in these veteran tight ends to help with um, Logan Thomas. Mm-hmm. So, right. um I, I love lo- Logan Thomas, man. Oh, I know. oh for yes. sure. Yeah. That transition from quarterback was smooth, dude. He had it to go running last year. He balled out. Yeah, he did. He did. He had a, he had a very good year. I was shocked. Adam and I both were. Yeah. Um, yeah. We did we not were, have high yeah. hopes. Now, early, early early on in the season last year, we were like, I don't know what to make of it. There you uh, go. We'll see what happens. But, I mean, I thought he had a pretty solid season. Yep. Uh, let's see. Some notable players that weren't in, at OTH, Chase Young being one of them. Okay. Um, and Sweat. Steve Sims Jr. Yeah, and Mon test wet so steve sims jr i guess reportedly will be back tomorrow thursday mm-hmm. um i don't think you're <laughs> right darn damn it he'll be back um he's gonna get caught up in a numbers game in in my opinion and i don't know that he will um make the roster to mm-hmm. be honest uh, especially damn. when you have other players that are capable of doing what he was doing right um let's see chase young i'm personally not too worried again it's otas i'm just not too worried no that, yeah that he's not there right um he'll, he'll be fine same with montez sweat facts um the rookie receiver is it dayami brown i always mm-hmm. screw up his first name uh north from, carolina from right? north carolina <laughs> yeah. yeah he torched troy apke <laughs> torched him which is not hard right i mean yeah pretty much everybody like, what? Torches no Troy way. Apke. but apke has speed though and yeah. he couldn't keep up with him um so i don't know if it was an angles thing because i know he takes bad angles right um but it, it was good to see uh just some of the short clips that i saw in, in the reports that i read mm-hmm. he seems like a very smooth like fluid um receiver um i feel like his route tree's gotta get better and it will right. um but I still think Scott Turner can dial up some dynamic things with that. So it'll be fun to see, you know, throughout OTAs and then obviously into training camp uh, where where he fits in there. Uh, the biggest thing I wanted to kick around, I actually saw this uh, a couple hours ago. It is reported rumors that Jay-Z is interested in buying ownership in the Washington football team. Yeah. <laughs> put up the rock. Yeah. <laughs> you know did, what? Did you guys hear that? And, and, and if you not. didn't, w- w- what's your thoughts on it? Um, it's for me, it's Jay-Z being Jay-Z, right? You know, he wants to own multiple teams. He wants to be invested into multiple sports. He wants to build his brand beyond music because I mean, he he puts out albums still, but I think it is a positive, strong move. Um, just from the African-American culture in general of a guy just literally just expanding his brand and doing something positive and and reaching out. He's not a businessman. He's He's a a business business man. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, like I said, it's a great thing. Um, it'd be interesting to see that man at a few games, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. And then also getting it, like owning a piece of that team, especially with the history with Dan Snyder and everything. Right. Yeah. I think it's a really big deal. Yeah. So. Brian, what's your take on it? I, I love it for, for Washington football team. Yeah. I mean, how could you not? It seems like you guys had um, a little bit of cultural issues that started right. at the top and yeah. then trickled mm-hmm. his way down. I think having a stand-up guy like Ron Rivera coming in, he cleaned up a lot of that real quick. Oh, sure. It might, take, it might take two or three years. He changed that real quick. And now that um, Dan Snyder is, is willing to entertain this, I think it's not, nothing but good news, man. If you guys could get Hove in there, and whether it's 2% or 25% ownership, mm-hmm. I think that helps you guys out in, in every way. Yeah, especially yeah. from a branding standpoint. Absolutely. I was just thinking that. Yeah. I mean, look at what he did with the Nets, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. a, that that whole shift took place while he was still a part of that team. And, yeah. um, I mean, 
they're doing all right right now, right? Yeah. Uh, and they look pretty good. Um, so yeah, I, I as long as it goes more like the Brooklyn Nets way as opposed to the title way, I'm all for uh, it. Yeah. Um, hey, hey man, don't knock on title. Everybody yeah. can probably get a free title account tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, so like my take on it is much like you three, right? Um, my only hesitation, if I'm Jay Z, is do you really want to get in bed with Dan Snyder? You know what I mean? <laughs> now there Anyone was there was the a world. TMZ video the oh, other day. Gosh. I don't know if you all saw that. Oh, um, gosh, him nah. him and Jason Wright were, I believe, they were at the Rams Stadium. They're touring different stadiums, um, okay. and Dan Snyder actually stopped and let the dude from TMZ like ask him questions. Oh, okay. So that first of all seemed like a setup because Uh-oh. Dan has. Yeah. not been in the public eye <laughs> at in, all in, in years um and then after a few questions jason Wright, this look on his face and he kind of took over that conversation it was like he had that look like dan don't fuck this up yeah. <laughs> um, but but i mean it was it was cool to see snyder more personable right. it does seem like he's staying out of football operations mm-hmm. and he's even Good. letting jason Wright kind of run the the front end of the house so as long as is those things there's those checks and balances there right. if i'm jay-z i would like some assurance before i put some cash up you know uh, what yeah. i mean Facts. but again but if those things check out hey i'm all in yeah you know because this team is only going to make you money i right. mean to me the the cash cow is a dallas cowboys right i feel like yes. they just make money hand over fist just branding period washington also (laughs) brings in a good amount of money yeah and so jay-z is going to get money back you know what i mean so i think it it could potentially be a win-win for everybody but again my first thing i thought was just like the branding from the branding aspect like right fans would be cool to like oh yeah jay-z's part owner of this team so absolutely and and then to see what sort of creative influence he would potentially have over hell we still don't have a name you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so you're going through rebranding their name, uh, potent, you know, logo. Mm. I mean, I think I think we just nature. simplify it down to like we haven't been cool in a while. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. we might be cool if he came through, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> right. For yeah. Sure. Oh gosh. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right. So that's our team news. Let's now, go. let's get into kind of the topics we discussed uh, before we started recording. And that was just the NFC East. I'm going to play a little clip from Dan Orlovsky, and then I'm going to get your guys' take on this. Oh, gosh. Brian, you might not like this. The Cowboys Uh-oh. are the third best team in this division, okay? The Washington football team and the Giants are both better. And I'll give you two reasons why. One, I think the Giants and the Washington football team are better coached. And two, if Ryan Fitzpatrick and or Daniel Jones plays good football, these are both going to be really good teams and playoff contending football teams. If Dak Prescott plays good football, that's still not a playoff team because their defense is still that bad. Their defensive line last year gave up three and a half yards per carry before touching the person running the football. And they didn't do anything to address that defensive line substantially in the draft. The Giants and the Washington football team are better than the Dallas Cowboys. All right. So, Brian, that was not purposely put in to to, to, to <laughs> take a shit on Dallas. <laughs> I saw this clip the other day, um, and somebody was floating it around on Twitter. Um, I don't always agree with Dan Orlovsky. Nah. Um, but... <laughs> I thought it was fitting for the show, right? Because you were specifically talking about the NFC East. Absolutely. So having heard that, the actual first question that that I have um, with that is, what is the biggest question mark for each team? Brian, you can go first. 
I think all four teams, we can throw up just the quarterback position. Jalen Hurts looks really, really good in the four weeks of action. Mm-hmm. Ryan Fitzpatrick is a journeyman quarterback. Right. Um, is he going to win some games for the Washington football team? Absolutely. But is he mm-hmm. going to throw some pick sixes in the yeah. fourth quarter that Alex Smith did not throw? You're damn right. Um, Daniel Jones, you now have elite weapons. You have Saquon Barkley back. Mm-hmm. So it's put up or shut up for Danny Dimes. And Dak Prescott coming off of a gruesome injury. Are you mm-hmm. going to be the same type of player? You just got paid Patrick Mahomes money. So I think for all four ball clubs, literally the best quarterback, or at least who, who plays the best at that last month of the season, that might win the division. Yeah. So that's actually a very good, very good take. Um, Adam, I'm going to go to you next, but just to kind of talk about what what um, Brian's take was there. Um, I think you're absolutely right. 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 So that was actually one of the questions that I had for um, Dallas. Right. Is is Dak going to be Dak? And there's just a big question mark there. Like, Mm -hmm. we just don't know. Um, All things trend. Right, that that he should be back and and at full health. But is he going to have any sort of explosiveness? How's he going to feel? Um, you know, when he's planting and throwing, you know, those those types of things, escapability. Um, but yeah, so for sure. And then obviously with Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, we all know he can throw, you know, <laughs> touchdowns. But then, like you just said, he'll throw a touchdown to the other team. Very uh, Kirk Cousins esque, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Um, but now to kind of talk about Ryan Fitzpatrick in a sense, Ron Rivera and company have to know that, right? I mean, clearly. Right. But I think if you look at this offense and what it potentially is shaping up to be, I think this is one of the more potentially one of the more complete offenses that Fitzpatrick has been in with a, a good to better run game Mm -hmm. where, and then we know Scott Turner likes to do those short passes to the backs or, you know, to um, guys in the slot, things like that. So right. he may not have to go downfield. And I feel like if you can get an early lead and then you have a stout defense, there's no reason to just continue to air it out and put him in a position where he'll throw it away. But you are absolutely right. Right. I can see Fitzpatrick and and I listened to your guys' uh, free agency frenzy show and, and, and mm-hmm. you talked about that. Um, I can definitely see um Fitzpatrick like pissing us off yeah. you know what I mean yeah. and and I said that as much when when we first um when we first signed him I, I was just like mm-hmm. mm, like a little optimistic but just still unsure so I mean yeah the good and the bad and then Danny Dimes it is put up or shut up it is and, and we've said that on this show uh for sure I mean he's got all the weapons you can want. Yeah. You know what they I mean? They have done uh, their best to like put him in a position to yeah. succeed. And if they don't, I mean, barring injury to some of your other stars, Saquon or or you know, any of the receivers, I mean, it is all on him. Because For sure. I think the Giants really do have a good defense. They do. You know what I mean? And I think I think they played well last year. Again, I don't remember what they ranked, but they were pretty fucking solid. Mm-hmm. So especially I, at tackle position. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And I think that they've only gotten better. And then, yeah, with the the, the Eagles and, and Jalen Hurts. Now, I think the only thing with him is, yes, he's still young. He's mm-hmm. got a lot to learn. Everybody has a full off season. They're going to obviously study the crap out of those four games that he played. Right. And they're going to try to obviously take away what he does best. So right. the growth for him and how he overcomes those things is going to be huge and be important. Right. What about you? Biggest I mean, I, I I think you hit the nail on the head, right? With at least with Washington, it's it's going to be the quarterback, mm-hmm. but more so than just like just the quarterback alone. I think it's going to be kind of the synergy between Turner and Fitzpatrick. Yeah, right. Like we kind of were 
this is something we talked about all the time last season where we were like, we wanted Turner to be a bit more aggressive, right? And mm-hmm. try to put the ball downfield a little bit more. Fitzpatrick, that's really all he's about, right? right. So like, how is that going to work, right? Bring, merging his aggression with Turner. I, I wouldn't say that he plays it safe per se, right? But mm-hmm. he's not he's not super aggressive as far as going downfield. He's more of like a right. take what the defense gives you, right? Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see how those two kind of philosophies mesh. Mm-hmm. I think Fitzpatrick is smart enough to make like the right decisions, right? It's just going to be, or to know what the right decision is. It's just going to be a question of, is he going to do it? Or is he just going to be like, fuck that, I'm going downfield. Right? Like, <laughs> so I think that'll be the fun thing to watch. But I, at the very least, though, I think um, I'm excited about it just because I don't think our offense will be anemic next season, right? right Which yeah. is what it felt like a lot of the time last season. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with our defense. And us, you know, our defense plus, like, let's, let's be real, like a kind of shitty offense last season did pretty well. So right. I'm excited to see... Um, a more aggressive offense. Yeah. 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 All right. So shout out to Dan Orlovsky for not even mentioning my Eagles. I love that. The <laughs> underdog mentality is, is what we live for. Underdog. Yeah, that might be reality. Like, for yeah. but, but for real, like seriously. So looking at the coaching style of, um, of Nick Sirianni, right? So he's aggressive when he comes, when it comes to throwing the ball downfield, like he loves to scheme guys open with his receivers. Um, Jalen Hurts doesn't have, like, the best arm, but he can push the ball down the field. He already has chemistry with um, Devontae Smith from the limited time they had there in Alabama. Um, I think he's going to stretch the field. I think more or less one of the bigger things that I'm worried about or one of our biggest question marks is the coaching because we do have a new regime on both sides Mm -hmm. of the ball, if you think about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But he's a smart guy. Like, I've watched him break down tape of what the Colts like to do when throwing guys open, um, scheming and things like that. Um, I'm more excited about the run game and the fact that our offensive line is healthy, right? So you're getting Brandon Brandon Brooks back, Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey's back for another season. We drafted Landon Dickerson. Hopefully he doesn't have to play too much and he can work his way into the role and just get completely healthy Mm -hmm. this season. Um, And I forgot to mention this earlier, um, Jordan Mailata, who came through the whole, you know, program where they bring in guys from other sports, mm-hmm. um, he's starting at left tackle. He's been taking all the first team reps as of OTAs, which is great. Um, Not Andre Dillard. And we have Andre Dillard that we wasted a first round pick on. He's going to have to earn that spot back because remember, he got, he got injured and pulled something, whatever. He's got to earn that spot back. So, but then again, it also speaks to our offensive line depth, right? So offensively it's more about the coaching and putting Jalen Hurts in the best position to win but on the defensive side of the ball doing what the team is built to do right get after get after the quarterback um playing a lot of nickel um from what I hear what's coming out of Philly Nation that they're going to drop Kevon Wallace down into that hybrid linebacker safety role or that 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 uh extra corner or that extra D back out there um I like the pickup of Eric Wilson um three sacks, 62 solo tackles last season, and then even bringing in Anthony Harris, who has uh, familiarity with, um, with um, uh, what's, what's the guy's name? Um, Rodney McLeod, because they played together at UVA. So mm-hmm. he looked at him as a mentor. So bringing guys into the fold that know what they're talking about, and also Anthony Harris has experience with our defensive coordinator, which is Jonathan Gannon. So they've, they've, they've 
they've worked together before. And then also bringing in a guy that is another offensive mind in the room in Shane Steichen, our offensive coordinator. I don't know if you guys knew about him. But um, he spent time with the Chargers, and the Chargers last year were six in passing, six in scoring, and 30, 30th in rushing. But I think, you know, having Miles Sanders in the backfield that we have and bringing in Carrion Johnson and uh, that Kenneth Gainwell kid from Memphis, I like that kid a lot. He's a Swiss Army knife and a half. So have y'all noticed something? If you play running back at Memphis, i.e. Tony Pollard, yeah, was, yep. Gibson, and now Gainwell, you yeah. go to the NFC East. Right? You go to the <laughs> NFC East. And that's what I said on the, on the previous show. I'm like, they're, they're yeah, dirty. Like, they're good. Yeah. Like, in my opinion, for your Cowboys, I want Pollard to start. Oh, like, he's so he good. Is yeah. dirty. He opinion, gets skinny. He's so good. Yeah. He gets skinny in the hole. So, like, yes. um, overall, like I said, for me, it's more about the coaching. Does it work? Um, can we coach up? Jalen Hurts, can we make put him in the best position to win? And then on the defensive side, can we put our players in the best position to, well, to win based on what we do well? Mm-hmm. All right. So what you just said at the end actually leads me into my next question, which is about the Eagles. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll get back into that. For sure. Hey, people. It's Eddie and Marcus here from the Average Sports Guys podcast. Are you looking for screen-printed shirts or hoodies? Maybe you need embroidered polos, hats, or beanies. If so, check out our guys over at Full Color Prints, LLC, located in Chantilly, Virginia. Yeah, head over to FullColorPrintsDC.com or find them on Instagram at DMV T-Shirt Guys and support your local business. With over 15 years of experience, there's no wonder they're still in business and they're sure to meet your satisfaction. The average sports guys have used them and you should too. And we're back. So as I said, before we went to break, Marcus, the point that you made. So my question that I had, so we pretty much got through the Dallas question because I asked, you know, will Dak be back to true form? Um, we talked about Daniel Jones. This is put up or shut up for him. Right. Pretty much will will he carry that offense? Um, now, as far as like the Eagles, just and this is for everybody. And Brian, we'll start with you. What do you think the Eagles will look like as a whole? Because unless, I mean, you're locked into Eagles Nation like Marcus is and mm-hmm. and, and other Eagles fans um, who are confused with life, um, <laughs> then we don't really know, like, the coaches and, right. and help. I mean, other than, like, stars on your team, most people don't know your roster. So, Brian, if you're looking at the Eagles and, and just the moves they've made, um, what do they look like to you for this upcoming season? I think they look better than the average sports fan would think. Mm-hmm. They've kind of been a bit of a the butt of a lot of jokes this offseason. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think Doug Peterson straight up trashed the organization after whatever that debacle happened with the whole Nate Sudfeld thing of week 17. Oh, Who yeah. knows what really yeah. went down. <laughs> but I know um, Peterson came out and talked about how he had to have meetings with Jeffrey Lurie and Howie mm-hmm. Roseman like every Tuesday. And I think that's a reason that they maybe had to settle for Nick Sirianni because right. he wasn't exactly the most sought after coach. Right. Mm-hmm. But despite, you know, the the awkward press conference that, that Coach Sirianni, Sirianni had <laughs> and, and the rock, paper, scissors comment, Right. I think this team still has – they are elite on the trenches. Their offensive and defensive line are the strengths of this team. Mm-hmm. I like the running game. I like Jalen Hurts. I think the Eagles are by no means going to compete for the division title, but I do not think they're a dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. Adam? My concern with the Eagles is just depth, right? Like I, I think we talked a lot about how, like, okay, they're healthy now and at full strength, yeah, I, I don't think they're a bad team. But it does feel like they're one or two key injuries away from being in the shitter again, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so 
Yeah, it's an unfortunate cap situation. They somehow managed to figure that out. And it seems like, yeah, they look all right on paper right now. I'm not super concerned about Hurts and the offense. Like, I, I think if there's one thing that Jalen Hurts has demonstrated, it's that, like, he can move into new systems and he can pick things up and figure things out. Um, so I, I, offensively, I'm actually kind of excited to see them. I think I think they should be fun to watch on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, yeah, I think it's how good is that defense really going to be and will they be able to stay healthy? Yeah. So my take on it is, first and foremost, I want them on hard knocks. Because I need so much yeah. rock, paper, scissors. For <laughs> um, no, but I said it on the last show. So, Adam, you were out the last show. Um, mm-hmm. We Marcus and I talked about one team in our division we were excited to see. Not necessarily that you're a fan of, but just excited right. in, in one way or the other. And I picked the Eagles for that reason, right? Like, I think they're going to have extreme highs, but also extreme lows. Right. And then there's so much unknown with a whole new coaching staff, right. um, a young coach, an unproven coach, you know, those types of things. So um, he's definitely going to get out coached at times, but then I think he can bring in a, a, a fresh way of doing things that mm-hmm. maybe would shock somebody or, mm-hmm. or, or what have you. And I'm just elated that Marcus is on the podcast because we're going to mm-hmm. take that ride with you. Oh, for <laughs> sure. You're going to, you know, provide entertainment for us. Epic rants. Uh, yeah. Epic rants. So it's going to go down. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, but how, how I see Philly overall is um, to Brian's point, I don't think you're going to compete for a division uh, this year. But I think this year is going to be a litmus test and a baseline test for where your team truly is based on the system they want to run. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to really find, be able to fine tune going, you know, to year two and three to say this player fits what we need, you know, those types of things. So um, I hate to say it. I, I, I see you guys at maybe five, six wins, something like that. <laughs> This is what it is. So I'm going to start off by saying (laughs) that we do have three first round picks next year. So I'm not going to get too upset. Right. I had to talk you off the ledge for weeks. (laughs) I was like, Marcus, you will be fine after this year. (laughs) So I honestly believe that we're going to be better than what people think. Um, I trust, like I said, I've watched a lot of tape and I've watched Nick Sirianni like break down tape and things like that. Um, I think our defense is going to be better than people think. Yes, Avante Maddox opposite of Darius Slay does scare me a little bit. I'm hoping that Zach McPherson um, proves to be the stud that he is. I mean, he was graded third uh, amongst uh, outcoming quarterbacks, um, cornerbacks by um, Pro Football Focus. He was one. He was like tied for third. Whatever. He's legit. So if we can have consistent secondary like this doesn't even have to be great it just has to be enough to where our front four can get home right mm-hmm. i mean we're already short up that i mean obviously by bringing in kerrigan like that's where we're, we're putting our money right mm-hmm. um also like like I'll, I'll agree with you adam like i have to go the health route you know our offensive line specifically has been you know a turnstile at times throughout you know the past three four seasons um hopefully lane johnson stays healthy hopefully brandon brooks with the weight like cutting and everything because he looks jacked right now. Um, he stays a little bit healthier, but once if our offensive line stays healthy, we're the, one of the best in the business, mm-hmm. um, which also leads me to leaning on the run game when you have a guy like Miles Sanders who can literally break for any amount of yards he wants to. Um, even bringing in a guy like Kerryon Johnson, bringing in or bringing back Boston Scott, re-signing uh, Jordan Howard, Gainwell, things like that. So 
if we can, and like going back to Eddie's point, if we can, you know, yes, Nick Sirianni is going to get co- out coached at times, but if he leans on the veterans around Jalen Hurts, right, and leans on the run game, we still have Zach Ertz on the roster. Um, what's his face? We still have um, uh, Dallas Goddard, who's still a problem. Um, Devontae Smith, you have Greg Ward, who was literally a practice squad player working his up as a starter. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have guys that can play. It's just a matter of, you know, coaching, building that culture, and, put, and putting us in a position to win. I think if all goes like I think it does, um, I think we can definitely compete for the division. It's just a matter of, is it going to work, right? Is it going to work? Is everything going to fit like we think it's going to fit and then is everybody going to stay healthy mm-hmm. so that's my take on it okay and then <clears throat> the last question is about the washington football team we kind of mm-hmm. touched on it brian brought it up is the ryan fitzpatrick is fitz gonna fits or <laughs> you know what i mean what are we getting fitz tragic or fitz magic um brian why don't you go first again i know we kind of touched on it but let me put a different context to it does Fitzpatrick give this Washington offense enough to be, how do I say it, pretty much like a legitimate, respected offense around the league? Because last year, only when Alex Smith was in there, 5-1, and one, Alex Smith is respected, obviously went through the injury, came back. You're not going to really trash him. But from a stats perspective, we were not very good. Mm-hmm. So does Fitzpatrick provide that? I think so. I think he's got a little bit of magic left in that hat um, or in the beard. I don't know where he keeps it, but I mean, you guys are going to have something you didn't, you lacked last year, and that's some explosiveness. Right, um, right. Scary Terry's going to just get to show off that 4-3 speed a little bit more than did last year. Mm. Um, Curtis Samuel's going to make plays catching the ball and running the football. Um, Antonio Gibson's only going to get better. Um, yeah. And Logan Thomas is still developing. So it's not just Fitz magic. It's, I think you guys have an above average offensive line, I would say, despite mm-hmm. letting go of Morgan Moses. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. weapons, the weapons are better. Um, Deami Brown, I'm pretty sure he yep. ran a pretty smoking 40 yard dash himself. Yeah. So I think that Fitz magic is going to put you guys in the same position you were last year, probably fighting at week 17, or should I say now week 18 for the division <laughs> title. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's going to put the defense on their heels a few times by throwing some interceptions, but thank goodness for you guys you have an elite defense so yeah. i think that they will hold up enough for the washington football team to be right in that eight or nine win range and, and have a shot at hosting a playoff game once again mm-hmm. adam how about you yeah i i couldn't agree more yeah i think i think fitz is gonna fits mm-hmm. i think i think yeah, we yeah, know yeah. that and and what that means is that you're gonna get fitz magic and you're gonna get fitz tragic i think he is in a good situation here in that our defense is good enough that we can kind of mitigate Fitz tragic, right? A decent amount, right? Right. So long as he doesn't just go totally off the rails. Right. And fi- but if you see, I feel like if, if we start to see that, you will see Heineke play. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, and, and that's kind of the other, the other interesting thing, right, is that from what we've seen from Heineke, I would feel comfortable with him rolling out there like especially if you if you start to see Fitz Magic start making a bunch of bad decisions or throwing the ball away too many times mm-hmm. Heineke was aggressive as well but he I think he did a pretty good job of taking care of the ball considering the l- complete lack of experience that he had on that stage um, so yeah the- Marcus what's your take on Fitzpatrick um, I hope he throws every single <laughs> interception possible when he plays Philly. I hope he just throws up ducks. He's getting smacked to the ground now. Seriously. No, uh, I mean, I agree with everything you guys said. 
Um, I really don't have much else to add except for the fact that I actually would rather, as a football fan, see Heineke come through and actually, like, bring that exciting spark to your team like he did last year. Mm -hmm. um, I really like that kid. And, mm -hmm. you know, he's playing with house money, so he's just like, I'm yeah. just going to go out there and ball. Yeah. But aside from that, I mean, I have nothing else to add. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I um – I'm just mentally preparing for that roller coaster <laughs> that Fitzpatrick is going to put, put right. us on. Um, tons of blood pressure medication. Yeah. But I still think it's going to be probably the most exciting offense we've seen in a long time. Right. I agree. Um, because even last year, there were many times I'm just like, ah, this smells like it's about to be a three and out. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So mm -hmm. hopefully we can move the change and score some touchdowns, right. do, do better in the red zone, um, things of that nature. Maybe so. even score on that first drive. For once. <laughs> yeah, I think we went all Maybe. year. <laughs> right. I think we went all year and didn't score. We were the only team in the league yeah. that didn't score on, on an opening drive. I right. mean, go figure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's – I can't wait for football, man. Yeah, for sure. Oh. All right, so let's get into end-of-the-season matchups, and then we will end the show with who we think is going to win the division. <laughs> so the end of the season seems to be NFC East heavy as far as, you know, to, yeah. you know for our whole thing. I think Washington, the thing we have is it's like Dallas, Philly, Dallas, Philly Giants or yeah, something like right. that. Something crazy. Um, yeah, I... I I feel like they purposely scheduled that for a reason oh, yeah. because, I mean, like Brian said, it, it usually whoever's going to win that division always comes down to that <laughs> yeah. last week. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like sometimes like I just feel like why can't we be like other divisions and right. wrap this shit up just by like December 2nd? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And and let some young guys play. For sure. Um, Marcus, Ooh. let me see how I can phrase this question. Basically, I mean <laughs> – I mean, what are your thoughts pretty much on, 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 on just the matchups? I want to get everybody's thoughts, and then, like I said, we'll go ahead and, and get into the division of winners. I'm going to say this. If we can beat the Giants like we usually do. Something um, we can't do. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> if we can beat the Giants like we usually do and then split with you guys and then split with the Cowboys and let you guys fight it out, I think we could take the division. But – the caveat to all of this is dependent upon week three more than anything is in Philly nation, because we play the Cowboys. And <laughs> if you sit there, right. And you do not win in Dallas mm -hmm. week three, Nick Sirianna is going to hear a lot of crap throughout the entire season. Oh yeah. Eating crow until the end of the division. I mean, end of the season, because we don't play you guys until the end. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of it, as far as the feel is predicated on week three, but if we can, like I said, if we can take out the Giants and just sweep them and then split everywhere else, I think we'll be in a decent spot. I would love to pick up another sweep, uh, sweep somewhere else based on what I think we're, we're able to do. Not happening in Washington. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. But um, that's just where my head is. I think a lot of it is dependent upon where our heads are at, especially after week three. We'll mm -hmm. see. Okay. Brian? 
I just looked it up, guys, as Marcus was finished on January 9th, 2022, a day we will all circle. <laughs> the, the, the Cowboys are playing the Eagles. The football team is playing the Giants. And I guarantee I'll go, I'll go hot take and say I, don't, I won't give each team, but three of the four teams will be alive. Just right. like last year um, it, when we had the, the um, Andy Dalton, I think, threw a pick in the end zone to end the Cowboys' chances at the oh, 1 God. o'clock window. Yeah. And obviously in, in prime time, all of the Eagles drama unfolded. Yeah. I think the same thing is going to happen guys mm-hmm. um i obviously i i couldn't be a, a dallas cowboys fan if i didn't come on the average sports guys and, and pick my team to win. <laughs> <laughs> so of course i'm going to say that maybe we defeat the eagles to go mm-hmm. nine and eight and the cowboys win the division never go eight I, and think, eight again. <laughs> I, I, I think that washington or the giants maybe the winner of that game i think both those football teams are going to be good enough to maybe get a wild card right and the loser of that game goes home and joins philly i'll still give philadelphia <laughs> <laughs> i will give philadelphia a respectable seven and ten. Oh, that's not bad like i said i, I got them at i, I love at, it. At, at most six wins i love it um, <laughs> i love it adam what's your take all right i objectively i just think um i think the schedule planners did a great job oh yeah because yeah, like yeah. this is I, what they're doing yeah this is going to be a really entertaining slate um to kind of finish the season mm. um as a washington fan i'm nervous just because i think it's going to be a brutal run of games right sure. like seeing the cowboys and the eagles just back to back to back and then closing out with the giants to me i think the giants are the scariest team in our division right. mm-hmm. like that's the team that i'm most concerned with um. Yeah, I th- I just think it's gonna be, I just think it's gonna be rough. Like my hope is that we can make it through that gauntlet without too many injuries. I think that we'll be okay. Um, throughout there, I don't want to say like how many games I think we'll win or whatever, but I think I think we'll do okay. I'm more concerned about what comes next because I think at the very least we'll be competing for a wild card slot. Right. Uh, but I I, I don't want to be like completely completely hampered going into going into that game, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? Um. <laughs> I mean, just as as a slight aside, though, just because I didn't really talk about this much, but I'm super excited to watch the Cowboys this season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I feel like every game is going to be a shootout. That's what I'm hoping for, at least. Like, yeah. I just, I mean, let's, let's call let's call a space, babe. The defense is not there, right? <laughs> <laughs> kind of trash on defense right hey, now, man. but the offense is stacked, yeah, right? Right. So I hope that you guys fully lean into that, and just I I just want to see shootouts all the time, right? Like I I want to see the chiefs on steroids where like you're just like screw defense yeah. we're just gonna run the score up and S- see what happens score more points <laughs> we'll see and and so to to your point dallas to me at least since dak has taken over hell even when romo was there right like they score points that's right. just what they do right. and even before dak got hurt i believe i picked them to win the division right because they by far to me had the best offense yeah. in the division they he was putting up like video game I mean, numbers, just right? Like it was crazy. ridiculous numbers. Yeah. And I remember watching when he got injured and I was like, oh, that is no good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I said, no, I don't like the Cowboys, but you never want to see that. Um, I was honestly hoping you guys just told Dak, go sign elsewhere <laughs> so he can come here. Um, but no, I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's going to be, in my opinion, a murderer's row oh, down, down the stretch. Yep. Um, there's, there's just no way 
to to get around it. And and I think to Adam's point, it, it does seem like the division beats each other up. I mean, if you're going to get up for any game, it's going to be these divisional games. So, Facts. yeah, I, I mean, I expect dog fights. I expect a war. It, it, it doesn't matter if the Eagles at that point have only two wins. Like, they're still going to be scrappy. Keep it um, coming. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate um, it. You know what I mean? So it's, it, it's just it, – it's one of those things where – um, I, I, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. So, all right. So Brian kind of let the cat out of the back. He's going to pick his team to win the division. Marcus, who are you picking to win the division? Oh, I got to take the Eagles. I think we're going to surprise everybody, you know, underdog <laughs> Robin season, you know how we get down. So I, I got the Eagles. Marcus or Adam. Thanks. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I know who you're going to pick. And so for the sake of balance, I'm not going to pick. My own team. I'm going to pick the Giants in this one. I was legitimately going to pick the Giants. Really? Yes. Really? Okay, never mind. I'm wow. picking my team then. <laughs> no, yeah. no um, I'm going to pick the Giants um, mainly because Danny Dimes has always had our number. Like, mm-hmm. we have not beaten him ever, mm-hmm. and, and which is, like, a massive problem in my mind. Um, and I think that unless we can rectify that this season, those two games are, are going to, are going to kill us, right? Like right. that's, that's why we're not going to win the division. So I'm going to go with the giants, unfortunately. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm going to go giants as well. Um, just because I feel like I was on a roll yeah. like, like last year, you know, like I would never pick us to win. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm going to pick the giants to win the division and you know, the giants are going to win. You know? yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, yeah. I mean, Washington has the pieces to do it. Clearly, yeah. veteran coach and leadership in Ron Rivera. Right. Um, but if 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 Danny Dimes plays well, serviceable, right. I can see the team being a huge problem. Yep. Huge problem. So, um, but I mean, yeah, really. I mean, I if it wasn't for the holes on defense for Dallas, they they would be my favorite. Oh, absolutely. You know, to, if they had an to, average to defense, yeah. I would right. be like, that's, that's enough. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. sure. I mean, it would be because that if that Dak is healthy, is that offense is scoring 39 points or more a game. Right. right. Like, they're just that good. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah. So, there you have it. So, Dallas, Eagles. I picked the Giants. You picked the Giants. Nobody yeah. picked Washington. Washington will my, win the division. My, yeah. partner, <laughs> my partner George isn't here, but I, I can hear him echoing in my in my ear right yeah. now. The Washington football team, so they're represented. Facts. Yeah, man. All right. Well, so that'll put a bow on this episode. Again, this is episode sixty nine. Sesenta y nueve. Hey, we were, yeah. <laughs> Brian, Brian joined in a good episode. <laughs> um, as I mean, we we Brian, we thank you for joining us. Thank where you, where can people follow your guys's podcast we are on spotify and apple and apple podcast right now our goal is to get to youtube at some point this season but Let's please go. everyone go like and subscribe to nfc east feast it's uh, me and my buddy george we do the same thing as you guys we we like to think we're knowledgeable but at the end of the day we're just some homers who like to give each other a hard time um but eddie adam marcus this has been an absolute pleasure man average sports guys y'all are the best all right buddy yeah we really appreciate it we'll have you on again yes for sure all right man thank you thanks man All right, so we were joined by Brian from the NFC East Feast podcast. Go ahead and check them out. Let's go. Um, good dudes. I, I usually chop it up with them on um, Instagram quite a bit. Like yep. I said, he had reached out because they wanted Marcus, the resident eagle, on to do 
an Eagles episode. So Excellent. hopefully we can get you on their show um, and then we can get their full uh, team on with yeah. us, both both guys. For sure. Um, Got to be able to grace them with one. Yep. Brian, yeah, Brian's great, man. He's great. Yeah. So that was the NFC East wrap up there. Um, yeah. I liked it, man. We were just shooting the breeze. It was yeah. a good show. Good show. Yep. Got so, me jacked for, their, for football to come back. Oh, yeah, I know. Man. I mean, once I saw, like, they were, I mean, in shorts, but, like, right. I saw, they, like, they, had they got some on numbers and, on, right? Yeah, yeah like, all that stuff. Right. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was good stuff. Um, before you know it, man, it's going to really be training camp. Um, yeah. So it's on the way. Um, sure. As always, you guys can head over to our website, AverageSportsGuys.com. All of the links to our podcasts um, are there. Hit us up on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're everywhere. This is Eddie. I'm Adam. This is Marcus. And we're the Average Sports Guys. We out. We out.